Hey, royal family. It's your girl, Autumn, here on the Queen X Podcast. Please, please, please don't mind my voice. I know that I sound a little bit raggedy, but I recently just got back from my trip to Houston, Austin, and Dallas, and your girl had a good-ass time. Let's just say that and leave it at that. So before I went to Houston, I actually did an interview with a super dope brand, Unity, um, which is owned by Xavier. And we had a phenomenal conversation. Not only did we talk about his past and his history and how he came to be uh, the owner and creator of the Unity brand, but we also talked a lot about um, consumerism, how people in America versus people in other countries that he's traveled to find happiness and seek happiness and and deal with life. And we had a very in-depth, great conversation. Y'all know that I love everything minimalist and non-consumer based. So getting to have a conversation with him and his girl, she was a little bit in the background, you'll hear little pieces of her, um, and just how in sync that they are with the idea that Everything big, everything grand, and everything expensive is not awesome, is not the definition of happiness. It was pretty cool. Um, Aside from that, we also had a really dope conversation about homelessness and how you can get into homelessness, how hard it is to get out of, and what we as a society can do um, to kind of offset that. So I'm really hoping that you guys love this episode. It was a really dope conversation. I love Xavier's energy. um, And I'm looking forward to hanging out with him just outside of the podcast, outside of branding and outside of working, um, because his energy is just so phenomenal. It is literally a unified personality. He has a type of personality that will draw people in, get people... um, people that probably don't hang out in the same circles to kind of function together and hang out together because he's so dope. So I'm not going to drag this out without further ado. Here is the interview that I had with Xavier of Unity. Peace. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Where are you from? I'm from, uh, I was born in Oklahoma and then uh, raised in Virginia. Okay. How long did you live in Virginia? Uh, a good chunk of my life from about sixth grade up until 21, 22. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then what brought you down here to Wichita? Uh, I was walling out. Had to chill out. Yeah, I had to chill out. And, uh, and it, you know, it was like just my environment and stuff like that, like friends and stuff, mm-hmm. which I still talk to, but, you know, I just had to step away and grow up. So Okay. Yeah. So that was a decision that you made on your own? Correct. Oh, dope. Yeah. Um, are we... So, uh, yeah, that's a decision I made on my own. It was, uh, I just wanted better for myself. I didn't want to keep, you know, partying every single day, being hungover. Uh-huh. You know, just, it's cool to, like, you know, celebrate and get that party in that little bit, you know, but uh, not when it, you know, interferes with you living and becoming a better person. So, uh-huh. yeah, I just uh, made the decision. And then also my mom lives here, and I grew up not really having a, con- um, a relationship with her. And so I figured I can kill two birds with one stone, you know, come oh. down here and make some kind of relationship and then also get my life in order. So Okay, okay. So you consciously made that decision. Uh, what was it that just kind of clicked? Was it one specific instance that just was like, you know what, this is not the life for me? Well, I was homeless at the time. So, <laughs> okay. You know, living in cars and stuff. And um, I was like, I thank God I, did, I was able to, you know... Uh, 
spend time on couches. Like, you know, I have friends that were able to help me out here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but just living that way and then all, you know, just always spending money on the wrong things and mm-hmm. just having the wrong mental, being Your the wrong mindset state. wasn't. Yeah, it was nowhere near where it is today. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, that was enough for me. <laughs> so do you want to dive into a little bit about your homeless situation or is that kind of like a private I'll dive in a little bit to it. Okay. Um, yeah, my life is kind of uh, complex, so when I start explaining it, I'll jump from here to there because uh-huh. it's so much. Okay, okay, um, I got but you. But yeah, I'll do the best I can. <laughs> so I'll ask first, um, what was it that kind of led you in that direction? How did you end up living in vehicles and couch surfing? Um, basically, I had got my first apartment when I was about 19, and... But me being 19 and having an apartment, you know, that became the party spot. And mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, basically, I uh, was going to school and I had a job and I ended up losing my job. And I was stressed out. 19, I didn't really know how to, like, handle stuff that well. Like, I was falling mm-hmm. out. And so, my way of handling it was partying and, you know. Um, so, I wasn't working. I was just living a fast life and that doesn't mix at all mm-hmm. um and i'm getting evicted honestly and my pride led me not to really reach out to anybody because i didn't want them to really know except for like my friends and stuff so yeah it was kind it was that and just really pride and stuff like mm-hmm. that. yeah so dang yeah <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you know having that pride and that ego kind of uh just kind of made it to where you're like I can't ask anybody for help I can't let people know what's really going on Mm -hmm. even though you were suffering and struggling yourself I'm correct and uh, yeah like all my friends like uh, having the nice clothes and cars and stuff is pretty big down there so oh so the pressure of like keeping up with the Joneses yeah you don't want to be like man I'm homeless I'm driving you know like Uh like oh y'all going to happy hour me too yeah exactly yeah you want to keep doing that so um that's basically what I mean by the pride and stuff and mm-hmm. the ego is uh, just trying to keep up with everyone and, yeah, just that, the Jones effect. Keep mm-hmm. up with the Joneses. <laughs> so. so when I was looking on your website, looking at um, what, tell me the correct pronunciation, it is... Uni- <clears throat> Unity. Unity. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of my friends my that actually owns the station that we're on, she's Hispanic, and she was like, what is this? Is he Hispanic? Is he Spanish? And I was like... I don't think so. I think he a brother, but he might speak Spanish. I don't know. Just <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, it definitely looks like you have did like a whole 180 with your mindset when it comes to like the whole keeping up with the Joneses mentality. Unity very much looks like you're stripping away all of the the materialistic, all the fabrication of life and we're just getting down to the core of being a human being that's correct i love that so how did you even come to go from that mindset to the unity mindset okay so i have always been like who i am now um like just chill and humble but Mm -hmm. i guess i didn't know that back in the day (laughs) (laughs) distracted yeah it's like distractions of who i really was so i've always been the person i am but uh once i got out of that environment and i started wanting more for myself and you know stuff like that that's what was shaping my mind towards unity and then um 
the main thing that really made me like want to create it was like the election of 2016 I believe mm-hmm. with all the hoopla that was going on and you know all the division the that's happening even today I was like yeah I have to do something like I want better for the world I want mm-hmm. better you know for black people or people of color in general you right know? yeah so I figured that uh unity was a good word it made a lot to me and yeah, I just wanted to be a little creative. I couldn't use unity. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I love the way that you spelled it, the way it just looks, you know, special, looks different. And then with the um, the yin, the yin and the yang, mm-hmm. I thought that was super dope. Whenever I seen that added on there, I was like, okay, brother, I see you. I appreciate that. <laughs> that was a nice little uh, addition. Yeah, definitely. Uh, people definitely thought it was crazy. I even thought it was crazy in my own. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know if this people are going to get this. But. but you know what? I feel like all geniuses have a little crazy in them i believe so (laughs) right just a little bit (laughs) so while you were going through um your your homeless situation what was it that kept you motivated and kept you driven that just made you feel like man i know that this is not for me and i need to do something else when and i'm not trying to make this like a sap story or anything like that Mm -hmm. um but when i was younger i was actually in and out of foster care, in and out of the system, shelters and stuff like that. Um, and like, because my mom, my mom was in and out of jail, like when I grew up. So uh, when I was staying with my mom, she made me and my siblings like work for her. Like we were delivering newspapers, uh, you know, uh, gardening, doing garden work, um, mm-hmm. yard work, I should say, um, delivering phone books, like as a little kid. So always had to work mm-hmm. and you always had something yeah I was always forced <laughs> to work and stuff like that and so <clears throat> honestly I think she instilled that into me in the wrong way but thank god I was able <laughs> to use it in a positive way right um and then she would always tell me things like uh when I was growing up she would always say you're going to be some kind of athlete to make me money and or you're going to be a doctor or something and I was a little bit smart back then so growing up I was always forced to believe I had to be something Important. Something more, mm-hmm. yeah. For her, she wanted me to, for selfish reasons, to be great for her own purpose, so she could, you know, live off me. But like I said, thank God I was able to use all that and turn it into something positive. But mm-hmm. I think that honestly is a driving force. Um, that and number one, God. Like I have no idea how I'm here to be honest with you. <laughs> I have to give glory to God. But um, God, and then yeah, just always felt like I was destined to be like something good, like mm-hmm. you, you know something more yeah something more. that's beautiful i appreciate it so what kind of impact do you want to leave on the world with unity with everything that you've been through with everything that i foresee in your future what is your ultimate impact that you want to leave on the world i definitely want to leave uh that you know the impact i definitely want to leave on the um, world is something positive i want people to when they see me or anyone, you know, uh, associated with unity, it's like good vibes. I want them to feel motivated uh, to be better people, to love one another, you know, to have more understanding of each other's differences. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really want the world to be a better place in that regards. Um, another big thing, like big impact I personally want to have is I want to be able to build schools and stuff. Like, you know, have you heard of LeBron's uh, school, I Promise School? Mm-mm. Well, he has a school in his hometown, uh, Akron, Ohio. It's a uh, public school where he helps like low-income uh, families and kids. Um, he has programs that you know help parents get their GEDs if they don't have it. 
Um, he has programs to help the inner city kids learn how to socialize better, um, you know, like conflict resolution and stuff like that. So we can. Oh, wow. Yeah, stuff that I wish I had growing up because me and my friends, we could have used that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely uh, look up to him. Um, I look up to people like Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.I.P., brother. Exactly, for real. Yeah, for real, sad. Um, but I look up to them, and that's the impact I want to leave. I want to be able to leave like just good energy like that. Mm-hmm. I want kids to grow up from the school that I want to build, and I want them to become something. Because what he does is if they pass with a certain grade criteria. There's a criteria there, but if he passes, they he'll pay for their tuition um, at a wow. local college. So, yeah, I want to be able to get in a place where I can do stuff like that. So. Hell yeah. yeah. He's like a big motivator. I don't like him as a player for real, but... Oh, you're not a, a LeBron man, fan? Not really. Not I, on the court? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I respect this game. My favorite team is OKC. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I respect his game. I'm not going to lie. He's a phenomenal player, but uh, I think he might be a little babyish um, in some regards, <laughs> but you have to respect him definitely as a man. Oh, yeah. The yeah. work that he does, um, the relationship he has with his wife, his exactly. his family, you know, he mm-hmm. is a family man first and foremost. And uh, I think that his spirituality, his religion has a exactly. lot to do with that. It keeps him grounded, keeps him strong. So, um, man, that is a, a huge goal. That's a huge impact that you want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah. But I like that, you know, someone that has your life experiences is not just like, well, I overcame it and that that's good and that's great for me. And I just hope that you guys can do the same. Like, you're like, no, I want to give you the tools yeah, have to. to help you mm-hmm. because nobody should have to go through that. Exactly. I feel that. That's love. That is unity. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I can be kind of corny sometimes. Oh, yeah. Corny is cool. We love corny. I love, uh, I love weirdness. Uh, I was, we always talk about it like... Um, how you grow up and you're taught, you know, that weird, don't be a weirdo. Or don't anything. be a weirdo. Yeah, you got to be cool, put on this persona. But as we grow up, as I get older, I'm like, you know what? The weird people are actually, the people that are real. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Those are the coolest people. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge anime fan, which like my whole family thinks that that's super, super weird because they're like, why are you watching cartoons? You're a grown woman. But I'm like, these anime cartoons are interesting and you can learn some life lessons from them. I bet. Y'all better chill out. Watch Dragon Ball Z a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was Will Smith's son, Jaden, who I think is in our, the near future. I think he's going to run for president. I, I hope he does like he because is. that kid is a genius. Yeah. He came out with his own anime. And um, me and my, I watched it with my little sister because I got her watching anime. And it was phenomenal. It was a really good show. He is one of the most talented and caring people um, the work that he's doing with Flint taking water to them, yep. I'm just like, brother, yes, yeah. run for president, get this man out of office and help us people, exactly. you know, <laughs> do something for us. <laughs> How do you have to be? I think uh, is it still 35 or something like that. 35 or 45, something like that. Yeah. So he got quite a bit of time, but I feel like he's he's gonna yeah he's got a following. Mm-hmm. Like, go ahead and and gain your followers now. Exactly. Get us all behind you. So when you go ahead and make that announcement, I'm be the first one in the voting line. Mm-hmm. I registered two years early. What's up? And if I'm he's, ready. Yeah, and if he's doing like what he's doing as a young young kid now, just imagine once he hits that 
35 range where you're really mature and where his yeah. mentality mm-hmm. will be the fact that he is so young and I don't know what it is about the Smiths and how they've raised their kids but I see a different level of humanity in all of them just yeah, the, really how do. passionate that they are about things mm-hmm. it's it's unique in kids that young it really is like you never see that I mean you see it but it's rare so very rare yeah. kids that age don't care about nothing nope <laughs> they don't care about nothing what you mean Not I'm over thing. here polluting littering <laughs> got all the plastic in the world like what's that rapper's name Blueface Tatiana like that's all they care about mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't care about Flint and their water but you know Jaden Smith does and that's huge um, so let's talk a little bit traveling. Have you? I know you lived in Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. And so you also lived in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and now you're in Kansas. Anywhere else? Did you live anywhere else? Uh, most recently, we went. I lived in uh, San Antonio for about two to three months. Okay. Don't like it, but <laughs> don't like San Antonio. I vacationed there. Why yeah. did you not like living there? Okay, so as far as uh, vacationing, it's cool. Uh huh. Um, I was strictly only in the downtown area. That's okay. Why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I was like on the outskirts, and uh, the outskirts here in Wichita is probably like what twenty minutes out from the downtown. Mm-hmm. But in San Antonio, it was like an hour or two. Oh, <laughs> two hours gosh! Yeah. So yeah, just simply going downtown to go grab something to eat would take like an hour, hour and a half sometimes with traffic. So yeah, um, I'm from the city, but being in Wichita, and I got used to the slower pace and mm-hmm. all that. So I honestly, definitely. Uh, like the sword pace now yeah that yeah. fast-paced life can you before you know it it's like eight o'clock at night and mm-hmm. you're like i'm drained i'm pooped i'm tired like yeah. <laughs> this day is done and the people that are like used to that lifestyle are just kind of like all right we got our second wind and we're about Let to go let's go let's go what? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not about that life either i love a good nap yeah. <laughs> So, um, anywhere else, is there anywhere you want to travel? Like, what corner of the world do you want to just, like, stamp as your own? I I love the Northwest, like, Seattle. Uh, I went to Vancouver, Seattle about a year and a half ago. And I absolutely loved it out there. I love Colorado because the people are so relax and chill. I don't uh-huh. know if it's best for smoking, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it has to be something. They're like, <laughs> we got no problems, bro. What exactly. you need? <laughs> yeah, some steps on your shoe, you step on their shoe, it's all love. Right. Yeah. They're like, we'll <laughs> just rub these together. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I do, I love that. Um, so, I would probably say the Northwest, and if anywhere in the world, I'd like to travel to Bali. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That'd be really cool. Now, yeah. what would you do in Bali? Relax. Just chill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I do travel, I like to try to mingle with the locals. Um, mm-hmm. So I would probably try to do stuff like that. You know, um, Costa, Rica. Costa Rica. We went to Costa Rica um, last year, and I got to play soccer on the beach with some of the locals. Oh, yeah. snap. And going to places like that, you get to see how uh, how happy they are with a lot less than what we have. Like mm-hmm. They don't have all the materials and stuff that we have and they're happy and so talk about it Xavier that's what we live in a very consumerist based world where people are just obsessed with happiness is equal to whatever I can hold Mm -hmm. and whatever I can possess so what was that like just meeting those people how are they or did you get to experience like their level of happiness and where it came from without all the the stuff is all right so they have a um they have a saying out there called Pura Vida Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right but it translates into uh, pure life 
Um, and they say it about everything. Like you say, hey, how's it going? They say, Pura Vida. You, uh, you ask so many questions, Pura Vida. Mm-hmm. So they have like this vibe of it's all, everything's all good. Copacetic, you know? Yes. So, um, yeah, when I was out there, like there's just people sitting out on the beach and nature with rain, people are getting rain on, but they're still smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't, I feel like I didn't see people in front of the TVs like that. Um, they eat a lot healthier than we do um, out that way. Um, like they don't like have like a lot of fast. I didn't see any fast food restaurants actually. Really? Yeah. No McDonald's, no Wendy's, no Burger King. The places I went to, I don't think I've seen one. That is yeah, dope. Yeah, one. So, and um, yeah, it was like that in Vancouver too. I went to Vancouver and I didn't see one fast food restaurant. What? Yeah. That's why the people are so happy. They're not running to the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's what that McDonald's do. I be trying to tell my sister, girl, you better leave that alone. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I eat it every once in a while, and yeah, like you said, you're just running. If you're trying to cleanse your system, uh-huh. go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I'm really, really trying to, uh, you know, make a uh, strong effort to uh-huh. eat better. Just being consciously mm-hmm. aware, like when you eat, that's the, I think that's the number one step just exactly. before, before um, we transition, well, before I transitioned to vegetarian veganism, it was just a year of me being consciously aware of how my body reacts to food. Like whenever I would go to churches or Popeye's, cause I love chicken. I, know, yeah. I loved <laughs> chicken. Whenever I would go, I would just be consciously aware that like my body instantly wants mm-hmm. to get rid of this like i feel sluggish i feel exactly. tired my body is trying to get rid of this out of my system but when i um would have like vegetarian days where i would just eat or even pescatarian where i would just eat fish only and broccoli and potatoes i never i still had energy to do things yeah. you know so it was just a year of being aware of those things that was the first step for me maybe that's what i'm in the process of yeah because, uh, she keeps telling me she's like yeah we need to do this eat fish or eat this and I'm like, man, this not gonna fill me up or blah blah blah. But it will. It will. Yeah, I'm just being. <laughs> you He's know. just like, I'm trying to get this two piece though. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. I ain't nobody mad at you. Well, yeah, I'm getting on it. <laughs> so uh, okay, so going back to um, the people living with less and still being happy. You said that you see this um, when you guys went to Costa Rica and where else? Um, Vancouver. Okay. Yep. When you went to Vancouver, Vancouver was it like during a cold season or a warm season? It, yeah, it was uh, in October, and normally it does rain a lot. But from what the locals say, um, somehow it rained probably ten fifteen minutes the whole duration I was down there. Oh, yeah. Y'all um, brought the sunshine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they was happy to see you. Yeah. <laughs> I had one moment where I was about to flip out on somebody because I, you know, I'm not perfect. Uh-huh. So, uh, someone was honking at me because there was a bike in front of my car, so I was like, hey, "Shut up!" But <laughs> other than that, it was all good. Um, and I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> I got curious. Oh, about. we were talking about um, the people being happy living with less. Okay, yeah. So um, the people, like, I have no, I have no idea what it is. I think, I think I heard Jay Cole say it, but when people get something they want to keep getting more of it and mm-hmm. you're never satisfied basically like you get a little bit of money you're gonna keep wanting more and more and more and I feel like when you strip all that away and you're able to just slow down and enjoy life I feel like that is where true happiness comes from you mm-hmm. know um so I feel like that's why they're so happy because they, they just don't need all that you know? right yeah we're always chasing after something here and 
like I said, I still make that mistake. I still make these mistakes myself. I'm learning. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's why they're so happy because they're not always chasing after materials or status or mm-hmm. you know social you know proof. You know, uh, you know what I mean, right? Right, right. Yeah. Like they're not uh, trying to get that that clout, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think that people sometimes here in America, everybody wants to be like top dog, mm-hmm. you know. So everybody's looking to one up the next exactly, person. Yeah. Um, so I think that's dope, though, that you've got to go to other countries and experience and kind of, like, open your eyes to yeah. there's more to life than just this stuff that I can melt and burn mm-hmm. and ruin. You know, there's actual people and experiences exactly. that can just have a lasting effect. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's so dope. <laughs> so do you kind of, um, when you're doing, like, promo work for Unity, is this kind of like a, a mindset, a mentality that you try to put on other people through Unity? Yeah, um... I always try to <clears throat> incorporate stuff like that. Um, and at the same time, I try to... What is the word I'm looking for? I try to... Uh, what word am I looking for? Associate with other people or... Uh, you know, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I try to let people know like I'm also human and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? Convey, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I relate, relate. That's uh-huh. what I'm looking for. I try to relate to others as well. So, uh, it's 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 been a struggle, but it's I love it. Like I love the struggle of trying to build something up. Um, like a lot of my friends from back home, they wouldn't do nearly half the stuff. Like I went when I went to uh, Vancouver. When we went to Vancouver, we stayed in the treehouse. I'll show some of my Yes, yeah. y'all are my favorite people. <laughs> like I just want to love you. <laughs> So uh, I told some of my friends who are black about that, and they were like, oh, that's not cool. Only white people will go to do stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so I tried to change people's mindsets and let them know, like, yo, like, stop trying to be put on this cool front. Like, just go live life. Like, that treehouse stuff was cool. I, I can imagine. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we were able to smoke out there, uh, you know, and just relax and be in nature. There's, like, deer running around. Mm-hmm. We were off our phones for the most part, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, so lit. Yeah, now we, that's my version of lit. Like mm-hmm. me, this herb, these trees, yeah. that deer over there. That's lit. Oh, well, I got something for you then. Um, since you like that vibe, in Colorado, Colorado Springs, we stayed in uh, a tiny home, like a tiny house. Shut up. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll talk, like, they have, it, like, a, you did Airbnb, mm-hmm. and you can stay in a tiny a house? A legit tiny house. When I say, like, stuff like that, well... <laughs> Yeah, it grounds you. It makes you uh, just being out in the nature, hearing birds and mm-hmm. seeing trees. For some, it does something to you. You know, you come back and you feel good. So uh, I can give you that information. Like it was cheap too. Please yeah. pass it on. Yes. Yeah, and uh, we made friends with the lady. Like uh, there was a lady that builds a house. And she travels from Seattle um, all the way to the east side, North Carolina. And she builds honey like communities and stuff mm-hmm. and then all the people that she encounters they have the same energy just good vibes yes yeah, so. so they're just spreading that energy around mm-hmm. spreading it to other people that is phenomenal yeah so what what made you guys decide that when you went to Colorado were you specifically looking for a tiny house or you just kind of ran up on it and was like mm-hmm. we've got to stay here yep <laughs> it like yeah so it was one of those situations she she's the one that actually found it okay but yeah so uh thank god she's on board with this <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we just ran across and we're like we have to go there uh-huh. we have to try it out and so we're actually thinking about 
getting an RV right now and uh, traveling a little bit before settling down with buying a house and stuff like that. Uh huh. Yeah, so uh, just because we love that tiny house vibe. Oh my gosh, yeah. I think that you guys are my spirit people. You think so? Oh, we feel, I feel something here too. Yeah, you know? yeah. So me and my husband, <laughs> we have been like researching for the last couple months um, van life. I've been like on YouTube yeah. looking at it, looking it up. And so we have our shop and we have our studio and he's like, if we get a van and we can live in the van and then we can just get a trailer and mm. put our shop in the back of the trailer and travel and then our store can be like traveling exactly yeah. and i was like okay sir <laughs> all right. right let me see how much these buses cost exactly. <laughs> and the thing the beauty of that is uh, when you, you there's some people that you may explain that to and they don't understand mm-hmm. but it's like you can always come back and get a house man you can just go for well it. and his mom um his mom owns a home and okay. he's the only child so it's automatically going to be passed down to him and in the meantime, we don't have any kids. There's no reason, no purpose for mm-hmm. us to just be sitting here. Uh, yeah. Um, and I watched, I think it was Hidden Colors. We watched the Hidden Color series. And there was one of the people on there was talking about like when the when Christopher Columbus came and took the land and all of a sudden now all these white men are coming and they're mm-hmm. charging people rent. And he's like, you know, oh, you know, it's going to cost you, you know, $2 to, to live here on this land. And this Indian man is like, the land is here. Pay for what? Exactly. The land is here. And so that mentality of like paying rent is actually ridiculous yeah, to me very, now. Very and I'm like, so I, it's illegal for me to just sleep on the street. Mm-hmm. You don't want me to be homeless, mm-hmm. but you're going to make me pay to mm-hmm. live. Makes the concept no doesn't make any sense to me. And so yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah, van life, I feel you mm-hmm. calling to me. That's cool. That's really so dope. what was the tiny house experience like? How different was it? So what kind of house do you live in now? Like a big house? Mm-hmm. And so you went from a big house to staying. How long did you stay in the tiny house? I think it was a good four, four, days, four days. Yeah, it was about four days. And uh, yeah, honestly, <clears throat> it's a lot where we live now, going to that, it's a lot smaller, so we are going to have... Yeah, so we're going to have to downgrade, um, downsize a lot, uh-huh. but there's a beauty in not having a lot. You uh-huh. know? The Just, simplicity yeah. of, like, this is the only thing I have to clean up right now. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, so, I mean, if you can get past the fact that it's going to be a lot smaller, which, you know... They, they'll be fine. I think anybody, anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you just have that mindset mm-hmm. of, I don't need all of this stuff. Yeah. And I guarantee it, like, I guarantee you, like, if probably, I'll say 60, 70% of the people that do it, I feel like they're going to leave feeling good. You know, feeling like, you know what? All this material stuff isn't for me. I don't really need all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heck yes. Pass on that energy. I love it. <laughs> Um, okay, top three songs that you listen to in order to inspire creativity when you're doing stuff for your, for Unity. All right, so this one that's, this one's very very hard because um, I listen to a wide variety of music. Like I listen Good. to rap, I listen to R and B, I listen to I don't listen to she listens to country. I don't listen to too much country. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit, a little bit. But I like I love classic rock though. Um, and so. I'll say over the course of the last year or so, I have been listening like really like every other day to Nipsey. Um, I listen to I listen to a uh, Big Crit a little bit lately. Okay. Yeah, he has a few songs that came out a few months ago. My favorite artist 
<clears throat> since 2013 has been SZA, so yes. yeah, I listen to her a lot. Yeah, she got a really dope vibe, a super dope energy. Yeah. So the whole TDE, uh, actually, Schoolboy Q. Uh-huh. Yes, I love that. Yeah. So that's your energy. Yeah, that's my type of energy. Like you know, uh-huh. um, and like I said, I like classic rock too. Like uh, I like Fleetwood Mac. I don't. I like uh, Journey. I love uh, Pink Floyd. I don't know if you listen to any of that. I love rock music. So right, cool. yeah. yeah so, <laughs> Yeah, so I can go days where I listen to classic rock. I'll go days where I listen to a lot of reggae. I'll go days where I listen to R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as like getting that motivation and stuff, lately it honestly has been more rap. Like Nipsey, uh, mm-hmm. Big Crit, uh, you know, Meat Mill, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. I can dig it. I can dig it. So when you were saying classic rock, I was wondering, because I've heard different people classify different things as classic rock. So definitely... When you said Fleetwood Mac, I was like, okay, he actually knows what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, I be yeah, judging yeah. people when they say classic rock, and then they just, they say, like, I don't know, something crazy. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. No, I really, yeah, I really. <laughs> I will judge you. <laughs> but I'm also a huge, like, alternative rock fan. So, um, uh, let's see, All American Rejects was one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. I really liked uh, Love Still, Gwen Stefani, and No Doubt oh, yeah, type of yeah, deal. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be all over the place, too. Yeah. I like when people can open their minds. Exactly. Um, yeah. Country music, I am a fan. Yeah. I am. I, am. So, I yeah. like country music. Um, I think, isn't it Jake Owens? He's probably one of my favorite artists. I had a crush on him, like, way back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard of him, but listen to more of the girls like Shania Twain and okay the classics yeah. now Shania yeah she's definitely everybody knows Shania mm-hmm. so I'm glad that you got uh, him interested a little bit just a little bit just a smidge <laughs> what's that song my song is uh is it Leon Rhymes oh yeah <laughs> that song uh, probably blue? yeah oh that's a classic yeah, okay yeah, as long as you got the classics down <laughs> it's all yeah. Gucci um okay so we'll go to let's talk about the corporate world go yeah, ahead just, I'm sorry I go right on ahead um but yeah you said draw my memory um most recently I, I quit uh quit that job or whatever actually I got fired I got fired from that job uh-huh. <laughs> I got fired from that job but then um when we had moved down to Texas I had moved down for another job that was guaranteed right I moved down. They tell me I have to cut my beard. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll cut it. I get the job. <clears throat> Excuse me. I do the interview, get the job. Everything's good. As I was walking out the door, I seen the guy looking me up and down. He made like a face at me. I didn't think anything of it, right? Mm-hmm. I go home, and then I get a phone call. The phone call, they say, oh, we want to bring you back in after they tell me I got the job. I'm like, for what? And they're like, well, your hair. I was like, huh? And they're like, well, yeah, we... Uh, we may want you to cut your hair. Someone's seen you and they want you to cut your hair off. And I was like, nah. No, they actually, they were asking me to come back in to sit down in the group of people to get judged. And it was like a six-figure job. So I considered it for like a brief minute. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, y'all can shove this. And it was hard to do that because I moved down to Texas for this job. Right, and all right. That. I just like uprooted That's everything. That's shattering. Yeah, it was so annoying. So... Um, I ended up coming back to Kansas. When I moved back to Kansas, I got another job, a six-figure job, sales job. Um, in the interview, thank God, this time the guy was like, you know, is it a, uh, is it going to be a deal breaker if I, who re- you know, ask you to cut your hair? I'm like, for what? I was like, I did sales before. The sales has won me awards and stuff, like mm-hmm. proven, you know, like I'm not my hair, you know, that, right? Yeah, so I had to tell that guy to f off too, and so. 
honestly, that has definitely propelled me into that entrepreneur, you know, uh, you know, zone. Because mm-hmm. I realized, so I was like, yep, yeah, like, I, <clears throat> at the end of the day, working in corporate, you're always going to, for the most part, you're always going to just be building someone else up. You can't yep. live the way you want if you live like, look like us, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's very important. I want people to realize, you know, like, just build your own, you know, business up or just take control of your own life, you know, if you can. And don't just be a uh, a number, basically. They tried <laughs> to get you to sell your soul for six yeah, yeah, figures. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I did consider it because I moved to, you know, two mm-hmm. different states. You uprooted your life, yeah. you know. I and get it. So, yeah, but there's something in me. I was like, you know what, nah, I'm not, no. Because once you, once you allow them to dictate one thing, then it's always going to be something, you know, exactly. they're always going to be like, okay, well, I can just, I'll increase your pay by exactly. another $1,500 if you just do this for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. You own your life, brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So this all happened within the last um, six months. So that's why I felt like it wasn't very important because it's recent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm. You know, um, declining these jobs and stuff, it did put me in a place where I was struggling a little bit. But honestly, I would, if I could do it all over, I would do it. Mm-hmm. I'll keep doing it because, yeah. You ain't struggling mentally, exactly. mentally. and spiritually. Yeah, so you are better. intact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ain't no number you can put on your spirit. Exactly. So I dig that. And that takes power to be able to tell somebody that's telling you, like, yes, I want you. And I have all of this lined up for you, but you have to do this for me. That you have the power. That is a uh, that might have boosted my ego to another level, and I'd be out here really feeling myself. <laughs> you know, that takes a lot though for a person to have that mentality to say I I am more than what that number is. Mm-hmm. Like my hair doesn't define me, but I made the choice for my hair to exactly. look like this. And you're not going to tell me that it's not worth six figures mm-hmm. because you're going to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. With these locks, with unity, however you choose to be that billionaire, you know? So keep your six figures, exactly. bro. <laughs> keep your six figures. Okay, Xavier, so tell all of our followers where we can find you on social media and how can we order a unity tea? All right, so you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at unity underscore brand, and that's spelled Y-U-N-E-T-E underscore B-R-A-N-D. Um, and we also have unity.com, spelled Y-U-N-E-T-E.com. And uh, yep, if you want to order shirts, hats, uh, you can go there. Um, and then we will, you know, appreciate it if you follow us because we have good content. We're always trying to spread good vibes and good energy. So. Okay, Xavier, do you have anything coming up you want to let the people know about? Uh, yes, uh, actually on April the 15th, Monday, I have a shirt called Comrade coming out. And... Uh, Comrade is basically um, turning negative energy into positive energy. Um, so if your boss makes you mad at work, instead of bringing that energy home and being angry at your spouse or your friend's family, um, you know, you can paint, you know, build something, you know, make yourself better, make everyone around you better. So, uh, yeah, it's coming out Monday. I love it. We will be supporting. Uh, go ahead and flash the T-shirt and show oh, the yeah, people yeah. what you got. That is the Unity style. And you said you have hats also? Uh, yeah, so I also have hats and uh Yeah, they keep running out. Good. So, y'all, that concludes the phenomenal... Oh, I know that y'all enjoyed that interview. So, that concludes the interview with me, Xavier, and his girl... Um, 
for the Queen X podcast. But before I head out, you know that I cannot leave you without giving you a black business spotlight. Claps go right here, y'all. So our black business spotlight for this episode is going to be none other than Kids Met Co. Now, if you follow me on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, um, I don't really be on Snapchat. But then you've seen me wearing the Power in the Pussy t-shirt multiple times. That would be courtesy of Kismet Co. So that shirt has basically made me famous anytime that I wear it and I'm out. People are constantly stopping me, giving me compliments. I love it because it is, I love graphic tees. It's just a regular plain white t-shirt with black words on it so I can mix and match it with anything. Y'all know I love denim jackets, so I'm constantly mixing it and matching it with um, denim, with leggings, with boots, with whatever. So I definitely love the t-shirt. But in the box that I got, I received a candle, which smells like It smells like power in the pussy, let's be honest. Um, I absolutely love the candle. It smells phenomenal. What else did I receive? I got a notebook, which y'all know I love to do journaling and doodling, and I'm really trying to get um, even better about keeping up with my bullet journal. Um, so I think I've been using the this particular um, notebook that I got in the Kismet Co. Uh, curated box specifically for spiritual writing. So I've been loving it for that. Um, it's very sturdy also. Um, I also got a pencil that came with it, which was super dope because nobody gives out pencils anymore. Um, and it has uh, some really cute writing on it. And what else did I receive? Nail polish. I got red nail polish, which I've never been a super huge red fan, but this tone surprisingly goes very well with my skin tone, um, which I don't think that I have a red undertone. I think mine is more of like a bluish undertone but it still matches. I look really good in it. Uh, so I've loved, loved, loved that bath bomb. I had a super sexy bath bomb in there. It's pink with some glitter on some gold glitter on top of it. Y'all know how much I love glitter that made for a really good sexy time uh, in the bathtub. So definitely I would suggest everyone get this Kismet Co box. I also received inside the box on the very, very, very first day that I received the box. Um, I ate the chocolate that was in there, but I mean, that's literally what the chocolate is for, right? I'm not supposed to hold on to the chocolate. The chocolate had to go. So I ate that chocolate and the owner actually told me that she specifically found vegan chocolate for me because she knows that I'm vegan and she did not want me to be sick from eating the chocolate. So I really appreciated that she was so mindful about her customer and her client and who I am and how I like to eat. And um, she wasn't just in it for the money, you know. So that was really awesome. So if you're interested in checking out some of the products from Kismet Co, definitely follow their Instagram at Kismet Co and go to the website and check out all of the products that they have, um, kismetgifts.com. They are curated gifts for those outside of the box and you can literally pick and choose the things that you want to put in the boxes for your friends. You can order these things individually um, and it's really awesome. So yeah, go and check them out. That concludes this episode of the Queen X Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Queen X Pod. If you want to be a guest or if you're interested in uh, 
having your business as our Black Business Spotlight, email me at hello at queenx.co. If you're interested in having some of your music played on the uh, podcast, email me at hello at queenx.co. And if you have like topics or suggestions, email me at hello at queenx.co. All right, guys, I will check you later. Peace.